Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, a former NFL pro making sports equipment safe. Being in an organization like the Seattle Seahawks, you kind of understand how to build a team. On fall weekends, we all enjoy watching pro and college football players, and we do thrill to their talents. But we don't often think about the two challenges that our heroes are going to face. The first one, how do they play a game they love without causing themselves permanent physical harm? And the other one that really is maybe for many of them the bigger question, what do they do with the rest of their lives once their brief playing careers are over? Our next guest, Sean Springs, is a professional football player that many of us enjoyed watching over his 13-year career, many of those years here locally. But today we're going to talk about how he and his company, Winpack, are basically answering these two big questions that he had to answer for himself and every professional athlete must answer. Sean, thanks for joining us. I'm happy to be on the show today. It's awesome. Please tell me a bit about Winpack. Yeah, Winpack, uh, we like to say we're a technology and applied science company that f- focuses on force mitigation. And it's exciting for me as a CEO because I get to work uh, basically building padding solutions for helmet companies like um, Rydell and Shet companies that I actually wore their products. And we also today, not only are we building protective solutions and, and, and protective gear in sports, but we also, uh, last two years, I've been working with Natick Labs, United States Army, and working on an advanced combat helmet. And I'm pretty excited about that opportunity because we can get into my relationship. My mom was a it was in the United States Army, and my dad was a professional football player, so I guess I'm satisfying the needs for both parents, one who's a professional football player and the other in the Army, and I get to work in, and also we have solutions that we also working in the automotive space where we're working on impact solutions for the interior of vehicles. So we like to say anything that deals with the impact or force mitigation, we can solve for. I think it's really important, and it, and it is, I mean, protecting the brain is mm-hmm. the most important thing in any impact situation. So... This is great. It's another, for me, teaching entrepreneurship as, as I do and working with entrepreneurs. I always am reminded that entrepreneurs tend to start businesses around things they personally yep. care about, right? Mm-hmm. This is a mission for you. The technology is pretty innovative, but often when something's innovative and it challenges the status quo, it's hard to get people to adopt new things. How have you been doing with getting the technology created and adopted? Well, I think in the climate we are in today, when we understand that um, millions of people suffer from traumatic brain injury and concussions and things like that or bodily harms in everyday life, whether you're riding a bike uh, around D.C. watching the monuments or a soldier who's actually protecting uh, our our freedom and somewhere else. So we understand the importance of, of safety solutions. So in the sports, we, we find that parents are pretty much driving the fact that they're looking at, uh, they're looking for the safest products. They're going to the my clients and saying, what is the best product? They're going to Dick's and the moms are asking, what is the best lacrosse helmet that my son can wear? And a lot of times when we go talk to our clients, they're looking for protective solutions or a solution that can give them a, um, a leg up or an advantage on their, their competition. So when you think about this technology, yep. This would seem to cross over between, say, mm-hmm. sports, uh, recreational, and almost a medical device. Yep. What, what's the regulatory situation like? Do yep. you have to deal with the uh, the regulators, or yep. do you need just – how does that work? Yeah, and let me back it up a little bit so people out there can understand. We, we consider ourselves an ingredient technology, much like Gore-Tex okay. or, or Intel. We don't ex- actually make the product. We kind of make the product better. I think that's the line from BASF, actually. But that's okay. the bottom line is I think you guys can understand we just provide the solution to make the product safer. Um, so 
so when, when we talk about the standards, everything that we solve for, whether it's an automotive space, has a certain standard that we are solving for with our clients. So if you're working with one of the big guys in Detroit and they have a particular application you're solving for. They deal with that. They, they deal with that. So you have to say, so they'll say, here's what we're looking for, some type of protection. When you think about sports, whether it's a motorcycle helmet, there's a DOT standard. So everything we do over with the U.S. Army, and you go through their process with the Army Research Lab all up to the Natick Labs, you're going through, you have to meet the Army standards. Saying, so the Army, today, their uh, current helmet saw for 10 feet per second. For those out there who can't see us in the studio, 10 feet, at top of the ceiling and drop it down. You have to be under a hundred, a certain G force, 150 mm-hmm. Gs. Uh, so now they're looking for solutions that go up to 14 to 17 feet per second. And that's what we're providing for the United States Army. And after we tested, uh, really graded, for example, at the Army Research Lab to those standards, now you on your way for a contract with the United States Army. Got it. I, I, and I think this is the way every startup should approach things, which is find a technology that makes things better, and then let the big guys and the partners bear the expense. That's awesome. <laughs> Right. I, one thing that struck me, and again, you know, having watched your career and, and learning about Winpac, I'm often struck athletes to get to the to level of proficiency, mm-hmm. they devote years of their lives, mm-hmm. and then the career, even if you're really, really fortunate enough to play at a high level, it's over. Yep. And you're 30 or late 20s, maybe mid 30s, latest, you have 35, 40, mm-hmm. 50 years of, of life. Yeah. Talk a bit about the transition that yeah. you went through from being a successful athlete to entrepreneur. How did one prepare you for the other? Yeah, well, and one thing I will say, I get a lot of credit to one of my great mentors and, and my father. Let's start with my dad first. He he was a professional football player, but he always told me that the NFL would just be a, a platform for your second career, a, a stepping stone for the second part of your life. And, I, and, and you know, a lot of people don't know um, that when I was drafted to Seattle, we, the team was just recently purchased by a guy named Paul Allen mm-hmm. Microsoft. <laughs> and Microsoft and those out there who and, and I was just inspired by Mr. Allen because at the time he had put up $300 million of his own dollars to keep the team in town because they were moving to L.A. And we were riding around. And one day I just asked Mr. Allen, I said, Mr. Allen, did you know you would become a billionaire at 21? I'm asking him this question. I think about it, I would never do that today. But at 21, I asked him that question. He said, Sean, it wasn't about becoming a billionaire. It was about doing something exciting when me and, me and William or me and Bill were in this 150-foot office in Bellevue. We were just trying to do something disruptive on the Internet. And, John, that stuck with me. And so when I had the opportunity to see this technology I was just like, um, this is it. I've always, so put to that point, I was always fascinated with technology, wanting to grow, because I was in Seattle at a time when you were Starbucks, Amazon, buddies working for Microsoft. So I was inspired, and I knew when I, eventually when I retired, one, start to think about that while you're playing. Make sure you network with the right people. And two, when you transition out, find something that you're passionate about, that you love, and that for me was technology. And being in an organization like the Seattle Seahawks, you kind of understand how to build a team. You know, like in order to win, you got to have these critical things. That's needed. These people in NFL and, 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 you know, that's a lot of times like building a team is, you know, you might be the CEO, but you want to have the smart rock stars and people around you that you can listen to and guide you and give you best advice. Quickly before I let you go, what's next for Winpack? We are growing in our spaces. We got products on the market in, in baseball and sports arena and got products uh, that's coming out in the automotive space. And we continue to grow and um, 
provide new solutions in different verticals. And uh, we're starting to integrate machine learning to some of our data as we get smarter through all the testing of different helmets and applications that we're, we're testing for. So I get to see all the cool stuff, and that's what I really want to continue to do and develop this company into a real technology company. Well, it's been wonderful learning about Winpack today, Sean. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you, man, and I love it. Sean Springs from Winpack. Thank you to the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The Greater Washington Board of Trade represents leading businesses, nonprofit organizations, and academic institutions, and has helped shape the development of our region for over 130 years. Visit boardoftrade.org to learn how a Board of Trade membership can help your organization succeed in this rapidly changing marketplace. Thanks to Auric, an international law firm that focuses on technology, energy, and infrastructure finance. Clients worldwide call on it for forward-looking commercial advice on transactions, litigation, and compliance. Learn more at auric.com. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.